Alexandra Schwartz, writing in The New Yorker in 2020, wants us to know some intriguing things about Pulitzer Prize-winning author Ayad Akhtar. For example, that as good as his education has been, he is a self-teacher. She explains, As a kid growing up in the Milwaukee suburbs, he studied the Quran with a rigor that flummoxed his secular Pakistani parents. As a theater major at Brown, he taught himself French, attaining enough fluency in a year to direct his own translations of Jean Genet. When he was in his 20s, working in New York as an assistant to the director, André Gregory, he spent his free time analyzing the language patterns of Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen and poring over Freud, which led to a years-long study of Jung, then Lacan, then Winnicott. Although he lost his faith in his teens, religion of all kinds continues to fascinate him. He's the only American I know who has read Meister Eckhart, the German writer Daniel Kalman said, a good friend of Akhtar's, referring to the medieval Christian theologian and mystic. Schwartz continues, success arrived late, but Akhtar has made up for lost time. His first novel, American Dervish, about the coming of age of an innocent Pakistani-American boy, was published in January 2012, when he was 41, the same month that his first play, Disgraced, about the unraveling of a jaded Pakistani-American lawyer, premiered in Chicago. After a buzzy run at Lincoln Center, where tickets were scalped for $1,500 apiece, Disgraced won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama, then moved to a sold-out run in London and to the Lyceum Theatre on Broadway. In short order, Akhtar had three more plays premiere, including The Invisible Hand, a thriller about an American hostage in Pakistan who, to pay his ransom, teaches his fundamentalist captors how to manipulate financial markets, and Junk, another Broadway hit, which transformed the dry subject of high-yield bonds in the 1980s into unexpectedly riveting drama. Akhtar received a fellowship from the American Academy in Rome, and while there, he devoted himself to the classics that lined the Academy's library, Livy, Tacitus, Machiavelli. One afternoon, he opened Giacomo Leopardi's collected poems, Canti, from 1835, and read the book's first poem, To Italy. Oh, my country, I can see the walls and arches and columns and the statues and lonely towers of our ancestors, but I don't see the glory. An idea hit. Why not write to his own country, to the whole spliced-together nation as it seemed on the verge of splitting up, throw off the veil of metaphor, and speak directly. The result is Akhtar's second novel, Homeland Elegies, and the book opens with a letter addressed to America, an overture. Words of Alexandra Schwartz in The New Yorker in 2020. Pulitzer Prize-winning and Tony Award-nominated playwright, novelist, and screenwriter Ayad Akhtar will receive the 2022 Royden B. Davis S.J. Distinguished Author Award from the University of Scranton's Friends of the Weinberg Memorial Library on Friday, November 18th in the McElhenney Ballroom of the DeNaples Student Center, and the public is invited to attend. 
The event will begin with a book signing, followed by a dinner reception and the award presentation. Sandra Myers, Senior Fellow for International, Civic, and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton and a member of the Friends of the Weinberg Memorial Library Committee, paid a visit to the WVIA studios to share her enthusiasm for Akhtar's artistry and for what the Distinguished Author Award represents. I think that it lifts the whole production of their library, choosing an internationally well-known fine author. So I expressed the idea that I thought Ayad Akhtar was one of our best. And I have seen the play that he wrote, and I have seen the other book that he did. And I was just sure that he would be great. Then it was not easy to get him. We wanted him to be there for an overnight, and I don't know that he agreed to do that, but whatever, he's coming. (laughs) And I think that he is truly an artist. I was looking over the book again and remembering things that I hadn't remembered, but like many authors, he's a kind of fictionalized nonfiction, and that's not uh, unusual. Some of the best I remember a book of Norman Mailer's that he did that with. So anyway, I like others that have done that. It's not the only way it would work. But it is interesting, and maybe that's been done forever. You know, if Norman Mailer did it, then other authors there or before did it. But But it's interesting to know how you can fictionalize something. Then you can make it a work of art. And this man is an artist. He prepares us right from the start. He gives us an overture. If you look at the contents, for example, we see the names of presidents. We hear this prologue in which the voice is saying, I had a professor who was so important, and she called attention to aspects of colonialism. And he cites the theme of America and the fact that America is not questioning desires as we would if we were in the classics and philosophy, but celebrating and fueling in a way that is destructive. Yeah, and I say that he is, it's not a love-hate relationship with America. It's kind of, as I call it, a lover's quarrel with America. And that's not unusual and not, not too unusual, especially with what I call hyphenated Americans. I love reading them, I do, because it is not love-hate, but it's a very studied love. And I think that that's very good for the American mind. And it's just not a critique. And of course, at the end of the book, you just, when he says that he's an American, And where else would he go? It almost makes me cry. And he's able to give us the experience of what it means for Americans to ignore death or deny aging and to have a sense of what that means, not just intellectually. That's the beauty of the way he writes. We Mm -hmm. feel the loss that we have as Americans when we put people, as he says, in homes that are not at all like homes. Yeah. So he's very humanistic. He's very talented. And one of the things that I have a little bit of a quote when he said, 
because I, I know this is so true. He said to his mom, but I don't choose my subjects, mom. They choose me. It's so true. It's so true. And even, you know, when I'm trying to write a, let, a letter to the editor, it's not, it's not my idea. It's just, you know, I just have something to say that, that tells me I should do it. <laughs> and so that is art. We come to see ourselves and our country and the people who are part of our communities in a fresh way that we don't necessarily when we're reading nonfiction. Yeah. But because it is in a fictionalized way, it does leave you almost wanting to yeah. cry at yeah. the end, right? Yeah. And it is it is something that's happened, and then he's turned it into art because of the feelings and the expressions that he uses that were, are just not, oh, yes, it was 2 o'clock and it was 3 o'clock and I left and all that. It's, it's what he made, what he makes of life, of, of ideas and of happenings. And it's it, because, because he's an artist, you know, I mean, if, it, if it was nonfiction, it would, it would not be as interesting. And his use of language is exceptionally rich. And you say, listen to that turn of phrase, yeah. not distracting, yeah. but it's just the right way to describe. Yeah. And it's very, it seems natural. What, it, what it, you know, it's not fancy. It just, it doesn't have some doily around it. It is, it is just feels very natural. And his, his play, Disgrace, 90 Minutes, it was just beautiful. Tell us about the Scranton quote. Oh, reference. <laughs> I, people will uh, hate that one. But, uh, you know, he just saw it as an old, greasy, run-down town. But that's what it was, and I think he may have some either fun or frolic or dis dislike expressed about that when he comes. But we'll see about that. As I said, following a talk where he's criticizing America, and at the same time he says, I'm here because I was born and raised here. I don't want to be anyplace else. I never even thought about it. America is my home. Your most recent collection of essays, again centering on America and democracy, that's the kind of thing that you're trying to do with those particular essays that you included, yeah, yeah. right? Just yeah. pay attention. And looking at it, not from afar, but looking at it in, a, in a different way. Another author that has done this, he wrote The Sympathizer. He was born in Vietnam and came here as a child. And The Sympathizer is wonderful. And you have used a selection of his writing, haven't you, in one of your collections? Yes, I have, yeah. Mm -hmm. For that very same reason. Yeah. Now, you have a place marked here. Is that because it's a place mark, or is that something that you wanted to call attention yeah. to? Oh, well, yeah, well, I, I kind of like this. It's not by him, but it's what he starts yes. the book with. I can only make things up about things that have already happened. <laughs> and this is it's Alison Bechdel. And you have another place marked, too. Okay. Well, here, I just, I had some notes. He's funny. <laughs> He sees things as people through laughing eyes. His relationship to his religion is both near and distant. Talks naturally, expressing serious and comic things. 
I also just drew up Colin McCann because they're not exactly the same kind of writers, but working from reality and expressing it in the most extraordinary ways. I'm sick of the word extraordinary, but <laughs> I, I use it occasionally. <laughs> and the way, he, the way he presents his relationships with his parents, it's just all, you know, there's nothing knifing. There's nothing really ugly about it. You know, he, um, he values them for what they are, even his dad. Was, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, I love him. Sandra Myers, Senior Fellow for International Civic and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton and a member of the Friends of the Weinberg Memorial Library Committee, speaking with us about Ayad Akhtar, who is a Pulitzer Prize-winning and Tony Award-nominated playwright, novelist, and screenwriter, and Ayad Akhtar will receive the 2022 Royden B. Davis S.J. Distinguished Author Award from the University of Scranton's Friends of the Weinberg Memorial Library, and the event will be held Friday, November 18th in the McElhenney Ballroom of the Denable Student Center, Mulberry Street in Scranton, and the public is invited to attend. The event will begin with a book signing from 5 to 6, and that will be followed by a dinner reception at 6, and the award presentation in the ballroom. And reservations and tickets are required for the dinner and the award presentation, and the proceeds will benefit the Friends of the Library Endowment Fund, which supports special gifts for the library collections and services. For more information on the web, scranton.edu, scranton.edu. The distinguished author this year will be Ayad Akhtar, and his second novel, Homeland Elegies, may be something he'll be reading from. It certainly will be on hand with him at the book signing. And he will be at the University of Scranton to receive the 2022 Royden B. Davis S.J. Distinguished Author Award from the University of Scranton's Friends of the Weinberg Memorial Library, Friday, November 18th, and that's in the ballroom of the DeNaples Student Center, 900 Mulberry Street in Scranton, the public is invited to attend. Again, the book signing is open to the public from 5 to 6, and that's on the second floor of the DeNaples Center. And then there will be a dinner reception at 6 and an award presentation to follow. Reservations and tickets are required for the dinner and award presentation. For more information on the web, scranton.edu, scranton.edu.